1: what is going on everybody football right around the corner that means only one thing dfs og survive the cuts down to 253 we are back once again another season with my boys head chopper and notorious breaking everything down in this episode gonna take a look at some futures some player props we like couple fantasy takes nothing too serious shoot the shit here get caught up with my guys been a while and then we'll be with you each and every week, breaking down the schedule of games with some of our favorite bets, some thoughts on the DFS slate, as we have always done. So welcome in to the show. Let me get to my guys here. It's been a while since I've gotten the chat with them. So excited to catch up, talk some football. No, no, let's start with you, buddy. I know you've been busy with golf as always. Baseball uh, is in the, the dreads of summer. We'll call it here. We're turning the calendar over, but it's football season, baby. How are we doing?
2: Yeah, do a good, uh, great time of year. You know, I never understood why parents got so excited uh, when it was back to school season. But uh, I get it now uh, after having my little one uh, with me at home every day in the summer. Uh, it's a little bit of a grind. Love him. But, man, uh, yeah, get him back to school. So uh, excited for that, excited for football to start. And uh, some personal news uh, to relate this to fantasy football. I've hit the waiver wire. Um, Mrs. Noto, no longer Mrs. Noto. So, uh, yeah, talking to my agent. Um He says nobody's expressed any interest yet. Um, He's hoping to get me back on the field uh, here soon. So, uh, yeah, new chapter in my life. Excited for it. Excited for football.
1: Oh, we got plenty of great uh, OGs listeners here. So, you never know. Maybe we can uh, spark a romance here throughout the uh, 18, 19, 20 weeks, whatever it will be. Chop, my man, rocking the the red Houston Cougars uh, sweatshirt. Ready to rock here, Chop. How we doing, brother?
3: Doing very, very good. Very, very good, you know, Uh, well, I guess relative uh, to what it could be, but uh, to to touch on what Derek said about the school, you know, there comes comes this point in time where, like, the kids get to be a certain age and going back to school is not really a good thing anymore because, uh, like... During the summer, they're just doing their own. They're not like a burden anymore. They're in their own room. They're doing their thing. They're doing whatever they want to do anyway. They're not really bothering you. But then when they go back to school, all of a sudden you realize, oh, damn, now they're in those classrooms with those those crowded classrooms. They're going to bring this stuff home. They're going to bring these viruses back (laughs) home to me, man. So week one, man, we've already we've only been to school for one week. This is like day 10. And I've already got one sitting out for a full week. He's already sick. so And I just know it's a matter of time before I get it and everybody else gets it in the house. It's uh, just, you know, the kids, man. Just crazy.
1: Yeah, mine have not started yet. Mine are after Labor Day. So we're we're a late start. I know a lot of people uh, have been back uh, for a week. Like you said, Chop, hell, some have been uh, multiple weeks here, mid-August. But, Derek, I'm kind of with you. I I don't know what I'm more excited for, my kids to – to be gone like they're, they're just I, I hear you chop there, there's a lot of we don't hear that you're the disease guy you don't you don't like all these uh, diseases that are in the house but they're always around and I love my kids if they're listening which they're not I love them to death but it's nice to get a little breathing room once in a while so Derek more excited for the kid to be back to school or for football season starting
3: yeah,
2: a little of both. And for me, I only have the one. So, uh, you know, I don't have two that can keep each other busy. So I'm like his constant source of uh, entertainment. So uh, it, it can be it can be tough at times trying to get work done. But uh, yeah, we're back. NFL's back. Uh, we're good to go.
1: So how have things gone in between? Just a quick synopsis, baseball, golf, uh, NBA. I mean, how is the, the DFS streets been treating you? The betting streets? Uh, how are things going there, Derek?
2: Yeah, golf's been good. Everything else has been uh pretty subpar, I would say. Um on the betting front, DFS front, but uh yeah, hoping for a good NFL year. It's been a while since uh you know I've had a big win there. So hoping to uh get on uh get on your guys' level this season. Uh, we we got
1: to get on Chop's level. Guy wins a million bucks uh, every other week seemingly. So uh, we got some catching up to do here, Derek. Chop, how about yourself? Baseball, NBA, no college football uh, has kicked off. I know that's a specialty of yours. How have things been treating you?
3: It's the summer, man. It's become a pattern, you know, where it's baseball is fine for the first couple months, but then halfway through the summer, everything gets really boring really quick. And then you just kind of count down the days of uh, football. So football's here. So this is what it is. It's, it's coming now. And, and I'm, I'm stoked, man. I'm, Rocking the, the red for U of H and I uh, can't wait to get to the game on Saturday, man. They finally like every once in a while they play in, in San Antonio. So I get to catch a game. And so that'll be this Saturday.
1: Now chop. i beaver miss missed been doing our, our listeners a disservice. If I didn't ask about the annual fantasy football league that, that you always talk about Has that draft happened yet? Or is that still coming? Is the league still alive? Uh, who's our boy, Derek? What the, what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, Zaz or Zazzy? Oh, Zazzy. shout no. out to our boy Zazzy. So, it's oh, no, no. has there been a draft? Or no, he
2: was the betting guy. I think. Oh no, Zazzy.
3: Zazzy's okay. not in. This is a this is a Galveston league. This is this is not a Zazzy league. He's he's some, He's an internet guy, but he
1: still gets a shout out here on the field. uh
3: Yeah, no, the the draft hasn't taken place yet. It's usually the week right before the the season starts. Uh, there's a little mix-up. There's a little change-up this year. Last year, some guy got some guy got a little mouthy. One of the guys got a little mouthy, and Uh-oh. they booted him. Oh, <laughs> was in there. He's in there for about ten years, and they booted him. He got he got he went off the deep end, man, because he didn't like a rule change. So, they booted him, and we brought back a guy who was with the league, like I'm talking about the first three years. And this league is 25 years old now. I think somebody said in the text in the text chain is 25 years old. This guy was in the league the first few years, and uh, then he just disappeared, man. I mean, literally, he just disappeared. Like the last, last I heard from him, he was going down to Alaska to cook food and like living the life or whatever. This was like twenty years ago. I thought he, honestly, I thought he died. I thought he passed <laughs> away, man. And then they said, well, we can bring, we can bring back. You know, I want to say his name because you never know. <laughs> we can bring him back and. And uh, he, he's ready to play again. I'm like, what the? I thought that guy died, man. But he's back in the league now because the one guy got mouthy. So we're ready, man. I, I think we moved the draft to next Tuesday, getting right before the season starts. So I'm ready for it, man. I'm, I've been doing best balls all summer. I, I'm ready for it.
1: So is this like a Jock Peterson, the Tommy Pham type of deal here at CHOP? I mean, what, what the, what's he mouthing off about here?
3: So we, we first of all, all these rule changes we do, we, we the day of the draft, we do all this. We go. We cover all this stuff, right? And if you're not paying attention, that's on you, right? So then we get to the playoffs last year and uh, we had changed the format to like the lowest score gets, you know, not head to head those first couple weeks. It's the lowest score because it's an odd number of weeks now with, the you know, the extra week they gave us, you know, so it was like, the four teams that make the playoffs, the lowest one after that first game gets booted, not head to head. Then the lowest score after the second game gets uh, after the second week gets booted. He didn't like it. He didn't like it, man. So he just went on. He was just going crazy. in the text changes, calling everybody names and saying how stupid the league was. And hey, man, you've been around for 10 years and you were the one not paying attention. So you just burned that bridge, pal. So they said he's got to go.
1: That's the go. No, Any drafts for you? I know you've had a, a long time season long league as well.
2: I mean, similar to Chop, we had some uh, disruptions in the league Man. in the off season. So oh, uh, your guys leagues here. Yeah. So there's a little group in, uh, in our league that, you know, wanted a couple guys out for a long time. Uh, they've been trying to run it for a while. Anyway, even though I'm the commissioner, I just don't really you know care that much about it. But Anyway, they started their own league. So, uh, you know, we started a different one. Um, Got a bunch of my old friends from high school in this one. So, uh, yeah, our draft party is also Tuesday night. So, yeah, should be a good time. Um, But I I just have a hard time, you know, paying much attention to it.
1: Yeah, uh, lots of drafts for your boy here. Uh, I'm Way too many leagues each and every year. It's hard for me to say. No, best ball streets, uh, like you said, chop underdog pulled out of michigan which was no no good i mean I, I was down in ohio and banging out drafts down there been a lot of DraftKings uh for me here uh getting ready for the season but guys let's dive in again just gonna gonna go through some things here no structure again when you're following us each and every week uh, we'll be walking through the games uh, with our favorite spread bets money lines totals uh, maybe we'll run our competition back between the three of us gotten some questions about a listener league as of now no plans for that. Maybe we'll come up with some other kind of uh, contests internally for the listeners. So uh, we'll see what we can do there. But uh, guys, let's dive in. Let's just start talking some some win win totals. I want to start in the AFC West. Guys, th- this division should be amazing. I mean, you, you got Kansas City. We know how good they are. The Chargers, maybe one of the most talented rosters in all of football. Denver uh, brings in Russell Wilson. They got a huge total here. Vegas brings in Devontae Adams. A lot of excitement about that team so derek anything here i mean these games should be a ton of fun but most of these teams i mean we're talking 10 and a half 11 on kansas city 11 and a half in some places chargers 10 10 and a half 11 denver in that same vein uh raiders down about eight and a half on on their win total any thoughts here and any leans here is this just division everyone's gonna beat up on each other
2: Yeah, such a fun division, and one of those ones where it's hard to trust anyone for the win totals just because, like you mentioned, they're going to beat up on each other. Uh, Everyone seems a little bit better than they were last year, maybe with the exception of the Raiders, but uh, yeah, I mean, they could be good too. So uh, for me, I kind of like the winner of this division to potentially win the Super Bowl, um, whether that's Casey or the Chargers. Uh, Not to spoil too much, uh, I'll just get into my Super Bowl pick, and that's going to be the Chargers Um, I like that another guy, Brandon Staley, the second year, uh, Justin Herbert, one of the better quarterbacks in the league, think he's going to be a little bit better, got a ton of weapons, Uh, Derwin James, you know, going to be awesome on the defensive end, so uh, assuming they don't shoot themselves in the foot like they do every year, um, I kind of like them at uh, plus 1400 win the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I'm very high on them as well. Uh, if there is a team in this division uh, that I like, it, it is the Chargers can still get their team total around 10 in some spots, but the, the talent on this roster, uh, it's a tough schedule for this division. In fact, Kansas City, toughest schedule uh, in all of football, uh, com- uh, compared, uh, according to Sharp Football. So uh, I kind of like the under on the Chiefs. They, they lose Tyreek Hill. We'll see what that means. You know, they brought in Juju, MBS, Sky Moore. I mean, they're, they're certainly got some options there, but – I think they could struggle. You look at their schedule, very very tough. So, I like the under uh, on the Chiefs surprisingly. So, chop. Is that crazy? We never want to bet against Andy Reid, uh, Patrick Mahomes, but uh, I'm leaning under here on the Chiefs this season.
3: I don't think it's crazy. Uh they, they, they he showed they showed some cheeks in the armor last year. Uh so I, I don't think that's crazy and, and in fact, I think it's uh, I think it's kind of a shame for the Raiders here that they're stuck in this division because I think they could make some noise otherwise. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to do anything in this division, but I kind of like the Raiders, man. I think they they got a nice little offensive system working. I really think that Josh McDaniels is going to do really well in his second go-round as a head coach. But they're stuck here, man, because uh, like Noto said, it's hard to pick against the Chargers any given, any week It's just going to be tough to pick against them. KC's still there, although I do think they fall off a little bit. Denver Broncos, though. Watch out. We're going to see what Russell's made of. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I think Russell has a lot in the tank. And uh, I think Russell's going to do really well with Denver. And that team's going to do really, really well. So This, uh, this thing is stacked, man. Yeah, this
1: division uh, definitely going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Again, tough schedules around. Even their out-of-division schedules are not easy. So, uh, really excited uh, for this division. Let's go to the AFC guys. Buffalo, obviously the favorite. I mean, this team is loaded up. Bring in Von Miller. Uh, How many wins can this team get Chop? Do you like this over? It's usually not a, a great idea to bet the favorite to win the Super Bowl, but I mean, they, they got to be a team that you're looking at, willing to put some money on. Thoughts on how good Buffalo can be this season?
3: Very, very good if they keep taking this uh, the steps forward that they're taking. Now they're losing a couple of coaches, uh, namely their offensive coordinator. That could be a big deal. Uh, but we'll see. And if it's not a big deal, then, yeah, they're going to be in really good shape because this division is so weak that they should be able to grab home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs—that's going to be a—that's going to help them out quite a bit. Defense should be a little bit better than last year, and uh, the offense—you know—assuming that they can pick up the pieces without their offensive coordinator—should keep humming along. Yeah, they're really—they're—they're they're in good shape here, man. They're—they're—they're they're, they're favorite for for a reason, and it is tough to—it's tough to pick out a team right now that can beat them. But you know, obviously, as the weeks go on, we'll figure it out. But this, this division in general stinks, man. I, I think Miami can be pretty good, but I think New England's going to take a huge downfall this year. I think New England's in for a just a massive pitfall, and uh, the Jets already getting beat up with injuries. Yeah, I, I think this division leaves a lot to be desired. I'm with you. And I was just going to ask you about Miami.
1: Uh, so you said there there could be some promise there. I agree completely with what you said. You know, the Jets are, are somewhat intriguing. We'll see with some of this young talent. Uh, maybe it's too early. Maybe it's going to take a couple seasons. Maybe Zach Wilson is not the answer. We'll, we'll see what Flacco does here early in the season. New England, I'm in agreement. I, I just don't see it there uh, with Mac Jones. But. Chop, Miami, you know, bringing in Tyreek Hill. You got Jalen Waddell, you know, Tua. It it sounds like he's healthy here. Chase Edmonds, uh, a guy that a lot of people are drafting uh, in the mid-rounds in their fantasy league. So, uh, is this a team you want to make a move on or just just leaving them alone? Buffalo's it for you here.
3: I think there's a move to be made for Miami and flipping through scores and odds like what – the division, no. I'm not taking them to win the division. Uh, if you can find one where maybe they're a playoff team to, to make playoffs. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if we can pull it up and uh, sort through. They must be way down there to make the playoffs. Something like that. I think they can make the playoffs. I think the defense is going to be, you know, the defense was okay. It's been okay the last couple of years. Defense wasn't the problem. It was the offense, namely the offensive line. They got a lot of weapons for Tua. If he's anywhere near – worthy of that you know, draft pick that they took him at a couple years ago. This is the year to prove it. Also, you you mentioned Chase Edmonds. I kind of like Raheem Mostert to be the guy this year in Miami. So I think there's some depth there in the backfield. I think they'll be able to run the ball a little bit more. New head coach who comes from a, a lineage of coaches that can run the ball really well. So I, I do like Miami to like make the play. There's no way they can overtake Buffalo, though, I don't think.
1: Uh, No, that's not happening. So Miami plus 150 to make the playoffs uh, on points bet. And you're seeing on our screen, scoresandodds.com, if you're not familiar, fantastic site. Just so much information. And just this alone, the ability to compare odds across a bunch of different sportsbook, finding your best price. You'd be surprised some of the gaps that you see. And it's not only on futures. It can be on simple spreads uh, in the NFL, getting from a seven to a six and a half that's the stuff that you can do here and dig in and look at some of the trends, the histories between teams, uh, all these different drop downs we have Super Bowl odds, uh, division winners. So, just, just a ton of information here. Uh, if you have not checked it out yet, head over to scoresandodds.com uh, and look at it and dig in. There's so much stuff uh, to look at. We'll be using it a lot here uh, on the show this season. Derek, same questions for you thoughts on Buffalo? Can Miami make a run, get into the playoffs here at a plus number? Are you with us on the downfall in new england and any optimism here on the jets
2: yeah i'm fine taking any and all buffalo overs the problem is you have to lock up your money for what four or five months uh bet them minus 240 to win the division minus 140 to win over 11 and a half games if i'm locking up my money you know for that long i want a little bit more upside so i probably wouldn't put my uh money on buffalo um but I do think they win the division. My favorite bet is going to be the Patriots under their wins. Um, they are at eight and a half right now. Uh, just so many concerns coming out about Mac Jones and this offense. You know, they lost Josh McDaniels. It sounds like Matt Patricia's been trying to call some plays, and uh, that's not working. Who knows? Maybe they hand the reins over to Bill Belichick. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys on on the Patriots. I like the under there. And one, one other note on scores and odds. Uh, these small edges that you can find by price shopping – they might not seem like much for one bet. But when you compound those over the course of an entire season, I mean, it really adds up. So definitely make sure to use that tool um, for all sports. Uh, it's one of my favorite, most visited pages um, that I that I have.
1: Yeah, you're doing your bankroll, your wallet a disservice if you're not shopping around. It's as simple as that on all of your bets. So I know some of you guys out there, maybe only have one or two sports books. That's fine. You know, a lot of people don't want six, seven, eight different options, but there's so many different Uh, free giveaways, deposit bonuses, new customer offers uh, that you should be taking advantage of. We'll have a lot of those promo codes uh, here as well and on scores and odds. So uh, just a wealth of information. So just going to keep plugging that. Uh, Let's move, guys, to let's talk about the AFC South. Uh, Obviously, the Colts, uh, the headliner here, Matt Ryan, uh, joining that squad. Huge year by Jonathan Taylor. Uh, The Titans in that division, uh, number one seed in the AFC uh, last season, but expecting them to take a step back. Then you got Jacksonville, uh, Derek squad, the Texans, a couple teams that have struggled uh, traditionally. So Derek, we'll stay with you here. Is this an easy hit the Colts? Do you think your Jags that they sweep out urban Meyer, not to no one's surprise and a lot of optimism about this team. And they, they spent a lot of money on, on, you know, a guy like Christian Kirk, but this Trevor Lawrence take the next step. So thoughts on your Jags thoughts on this division overall.
2: Yeah, I'm still on this line from another podcast, but um, I can't remember which one it was to give credit to. But they were saying, you know, Trevor Lawrence was a baby uh, and he was being raised by a toddler in Urban Meyer last year. And uh, <laughs> that's just not going to work. So get rid of Urban Meyer. Got to think he takes uh, a step forward. You got Etienne, you know, coming back and have his uh, you know first action in the pros. Uh, you mentioned picking up Chris Kirk, Zay Jones. I think they're going to be a lot better. Uh, they are like the trendy pick right now, which uh, I don't love. Um, anytime there's optimism around my team, I try to just ignore it. Uh, keep those expectations low, and uh, it's hard to be disappointed with your own team. But uh, yeah, I think the Colts kind of run away with this one. I think Matt Ryan's an improvement over Carson Wentz. I still like Frank Reich, and I think their defense is going to be good. It sounds like uh, Shaquille Leonard's going to be back sooner rather than later, which is uh, really good news for their defense. So I like the Colts here, but yeah don't mind uh dabbing a little bit and do the jags over on their win total
1: and plus 450 to make the playoffs here you know i mean i don't think it's out of the question i think it's unlikely i don't think it's impossible we'll say but that so can they,
2: can they do it without winning the division cuz the is so stacked i don't know if they'll get a wild card
1: That's a great question, because at AFC West, we know there's going to be multiple teams coming out of that division, most likely. So uh, probably not. You would need the Colts uh, to take a step back. Uh, Likely injuries uh, would cause that. Chop, your thoughts here on this division, the Colts, uh, the cream of the crop. I'm kind of pessimistic on Tennessee this year. Again, I think you see them uh, take a step back. I I don't mind a a bet against them making the playoffs or an under uh, on their team total. Thoughts on that? Thoughts on Derek's Jags? Are the Colts that good? And are the Texans going to be able to put it together this year under Lovey Smith?
3: Well, I agree with you on Tennessee. Uh, I think they take a step back. So uh, that's unfortunate for soccer Dave, you know, but I I think that, uh, you know, just looking at them, uh, they get the variable gets the most out of the guys, but I just, man, there's, they're, they're really lacking on some things this year. So, And I do think Jacksonville's improved. I agree with that. I think Houston is sneaky improved. Does that mean they're going to finish above 500? No. But when we think about Houston, we're thinking about a terrible team. I don't think they're that terrible this year. I think they're actually halfway decent. I think they can be competitive. So I think it's a competitive division. But Indianapolis is the class of this thing. And I would, like, if you don't want to take the favorite, like, like Noto said, it's hard to take the favorite on futures like that. If you want to put the Colts down to win the AFC, I I think they're I think they might be the second best team, second or third best. Like if they, if things click the way I think they will with Matt Ryan, they may be the second best team in the AFC. They've got they've built a good defense. It's steady over there. It's strong. A good offensive line. Uh, they run the ball with Taylor. He's in his prime, which is great for a running back. Uh, you know, if Matt Ryan has anything left, which I think he still does. This team is really good, so I kind of like that Indianapolis AFC champion as they're like the tenth team on the or eighth team on the board. Plus thirteen hundred, I see them at on one of the side. Like I would take a shot at that. Yeah, I don't hate that.
1: And looking at their win totals again just shows you shopping around. There's nine and a halfs, uh, as low as nine and a half on Fanduel. Now you you pay a minus one sixty on that over. At MGM, they're at 10.5, uh, so you get plus odds. So, you know, depending on how confident you are, hey, the Colts are going to win 12 games, and, then grab the plus money. But if you want to squeeze it down and maybe they only win 10, why not get under that 9.5 number, pay a little bit of juice? But I'm with you on Houston, Chop. Uh, their win total, 4.5, seems a little bit too low. Uh, we, we saw them stick in a lot of games last season and be competitive. We know Damian Pierce, uh, the story of, of fantasy circles right now, uh davis mills was not as bad as advertised cooks is solid and nico collins takes a step can that defense uh, hold things together but uh four and a half uh, seems like uh one of the better bets uh, on the lower end looking at some of these uh bottom basement dwelling teams I-, I don't mind taking a shot uh, on houston uh, in that uh, over four and a half win. so let's go to the afc north uh this one you know there's kind of a two favorites here baltimore and cincinnati uh, Cincinnati, obviously making that run to the Super Bowl, plus 170 here in DraftKings, plus 140 for the Ravens. Uh, then you got Cleveland. We know their situation. Deshaun Watson out, uh, 11 weeks, and the Steelers uh, expect to take a big step back. Uh, plus a thousand to win the division. So chop will stay with you. Cincinnati or Baltimore? You got a hot take uh, that Cleveland or Pittsburgh going to make a run here?
3: Yeah. Well, I'll start off by saying I'm not. I don't want to get into the actual. You know details or anything but the Deshaun Watson thing was is obviously a huge factor here like when they said six games at first i thought cleveland can win this division and man you don't want to see cleveland in the playoffs if it plays out like that and if cleveland somehow finds a way to get through the first 12 weeks of the year because he he won't be able to come back till week 13 i think there's a bye week in there somewhere week 12 if they can somehow be in playoff contention by the time he comes back in week 13, yeah, you're, you're going to be, you're you're not going to want to face this team. I think their defense is loaded with, you know, good pass rushing and some solid secondary pieces, big offensive line, good running game. Deshaun Watson will be the thing that makes these guys click. So curious on that, but, you know, missing the first 11 games or whatever, that's going to be tough. I think Cincinnati I'm on I'm on I'm on an island here, but I think Cincinnati's just a tad bit overrated here by everybody out there. Uh I I appreciate what they did last year, but you look at that, like we're thinking of them the way they are, the way we are, because they made that run to the Super Bowl. Like they were so in each one of those games, they were so close to getting bumped out of there on the last drive of every game almost. Like obviously Kansas City could have beat them before they even went to overtime. Uh Tennessee throws a just the stupidest interception on their last drive that led Cincinnati win that game, the wild card game, the Raiders were driving down, you know, on the last possession to possibly go in and win that game somehow. And that was the last, like, they got a nice little lucky run. I don't think they're as good as people are leading on. So I think they're a little overrated. I think Cleveland can make noise. Baltimore is going to be great again. I think Pittsburgh is very interesting. If they can – Figure out a way to stop the run this year on defense. I like the upgrade at court. Anything would be an upgrade over what Rollinsburg has been the last two years. They got good receivers. They got a good running back. I, I think Pittsburgh is a, this is a really good division too. Pittsburgh is a sleeper team, but yeah, man, if Cleveland can hang in there and be in playoff contention when Deshaun gets back, Cleveland can make some serious noise.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that. I mean, how convenient is it that he comes back against Houston, though? That, that's my question. How, how do they land on eleven games, and then boom, you get to come back. You, you play the Texans. You got to love uh, the NFL, uh, creating that drama.
3: Is that what they wanted all along? Because, like, of course. Otherwise, why would you? I don't, I don't like. I'm not trying to get into the specifics of his case, but why would you turn the process over to a an independent judge, and then that judge makes a ruling, and you say? Eh, Nah, nah, that's no, not what we wanted. No well, thanks. if you wanted, if you wanted, if you wanted something in the first place, you might as well have just given it to him and not, and not uh, done the, uh, this whole song and dance. But I guess that's what they wanted—the drama, man. They're trying to be more like the NBA, I guess.
1: I didn't understand that process either. Let, let's have somebody uh, look over the case, and then Goodell's just gonna make the final call anyway. Like, what's the point? So. Uh, we'll see. Uh, pretty easy schedule for Cleveland too, Chop. That, that could certainly help. I mean, they're, uh, they're uh, a uh, top 10 uh, easiest schedule this season. So you know, if they can survive, stay afloat, uh, I don't hate taking a stab on them either. All of these teams have questions. I mean, Lamar Jackson, what's he going to do? Is he going to take another step? Baltimore uh, not signing him to a deal. J.K. Dobbins not ready to go yet. You mentioned Cincinnati goes on this magical run. How many times have we seen a team do that and then fall off the next season? And everybody's writing off Pittsburgh. Look, Mike Tomlin has won every single year. So uh, it's hard to just say they're going to be hor- horrific or terrible. So, Nodo, your thoughts on this division? This one's pretty uh, pretty intriguing. A lot of ways you could go with this division.
2: Yeah, definitely up in the air. Um, I'll agree with Chop and you, uh, Beer, that you know the Bengals just incredibly lucky last year. They didn't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. Um, they could have been out in the first round but um their biggest weakness last year was their offensive line uh they made big moves in the offseason brought in lyle collins i think they're going to be much improved there Um, you get joe burrow who's just a proven winner at every level Uh, some of the best uh, receiving weapons in the game i like the hayden Hurst pickup as well so i actually like the Bengals here um they're over they're over and under is at nine and a half i think they hit that pretty easily um, so me, I, I do like the Bengals, even though you know the magical run is, is, a, is a negative somehow. Um, it kind of it's, it's hard for them to repeat that um, this year, but I think regular season they're going to be fine. And uh, I don't mind the Browns call. I think that's certainly interesting. You know, Jacoby Brissett, he's good at managing games, and that's really all they need him to do until Watson gets back. All
1: right, let's go to the NFC and uh, chop. We'll we'll save our teams uh, for the end here. So we'll go to. The NFC South, Tampa Bay, obviously uh, the big favorite uh, to win this division. Uh, Once again, New Orleans, uh, they're about plus 325 here on BetMGM. Then you got Carolina, Atlanta uh, down on the bottom. So, Derek, uh, we'll stay with you. And, And I don't know about you, but I got a lot of concerns here with Tampa Bay. I mean, Tom Brady, another year older. The offensive line is in shambles. And what does Tom Brady hate? What is his kryptonite? pressure on the quarterback. So I don't know how they're going to solve this. You have the Chris Godwin injury. Mike Evans is hurt. I know they brought in Russell Gage, Julio Jones, but I'm pretty pessimistic here. In fact, I think new Orleans could win this division. You know, yes, it's a new coaching staff. Yes. There's questions on Jameis Winston, but they bring in Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, a defense should be solid here. So I don't mind a stab on the saints here to win this division. Derek thoughts here.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on Tampa Bay. Uh, for the Saints, you know, my only concern is Sean Payton's gone. I don't know if the offense is going to be uh, as good as it has in the years past. But uh, to the to your point, uh, they haven't been very good the last couple of years anyway. Um, so yeah, maybe Jameis Winston takes that step forward. I like the Olave pickup. Uh, for me, my favorite bet in the division is going to be the Falcons over. It's at four and a half. Uh, they don't have to do much. I've always liked Arthur Smith as a you know offensive mind. And uh, I think Mariota is going to be interesting. Um, You know, they obviously have Kyle Pitts uh, brought in Drake London. I think that's going to be interesting. Cordero Patterson is a guy that uh, nobody saw coming last year. So (laughs) I'm going to take, you know, the bottom of the barrel team to just do enough uh, to cover their four-and-a-half win total.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I mean, one of these Carolina-Atlanta is going to be somewhat decent, you know, and who knows, maybe maybe they make a run. Baker Mayfield week one against Cleveland, uh, more drama, but – uh, Chop, your boy Tom Brady. We, we know you're a big Tom Brady guy. So, uh, thoughts on Tampa Bay uh, this season? Do you agree with Derek and I that, that maybe this is the year? I know we've been saying this for a decade, but a lot of question marks there with this Tampa Bay team.
3: Like these, I'm looking at the numbers on the screen, and they look that that's got to be a joke. There's no way Tampa could be that big of a favor to win the division right now. New Orleans is the best team in this division i might have i might have picked new orleans anyway even before the uh, offensive line injuries have hit tampa in the preseason uh yeah i don't get that one i think i think tampa's in listen tom brady was he was ready to get out of tampa i'm not saying he was ready to get out of football but he was ready to leave tampa for sure he, they did all this retirement stuff all these shenanigans i guess he thought he was gonna go to Miami with Sean Payton, start over there. So for whatever reason, he was content with not coming back to Tampa, even though for sure they wanted him. Obviously. So something wasn't right there. And all that didn't happen on, You know, a month later. He's like, okay, I'm going to play. Well, so I don't know that his heart's in it. And what's going to happen those first few weeks when he realizes, oh, my God, my offensive line stinks. I'm getting crushed up the middle here. He may just melt it in. I'm not saying he will i'm um, saying so um, um, you know you know what i mean i'm just hyperbole but it may not it may be a pretty rough season for him so i think the saints are the best team in this division i really like it if, J- if james can stay healthy i think carolina is going to be sneaky this is one thing I'm i'm glad i can hit on right here baker mayfield like since when like when do you give up on a number one pick that quickly Sometimes a guy just gets stuck with bad coaches and bad players, or just a bad organization. He came into the league with Hugh Brown as his head coach, or no, Hugh Jackson. Oh, I'm sorry, Hugh Jackson. Like it was a rough go for him. He's he's been in a bad organization uh, at first, and then he actually led them that one year. They looked like they were possibly could get out of the AFC. They made it a, a couple, won a couple games in the playoffs or what have you. Last year, total pun. I totally give him. You know. I I don't even count that against him. He was playing with a terribly a shoulder that probably should have been operated on. He probably shouldn't have been playing after that one play that messed him up. I think he's going to bring stability to this Panthers. I think the Panthers can be okay. Saints are for sure good. What if Tampa finishes third in this division? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not going. I'm not saying that that can't happen. I think it's a possibility. But I'm with you guys. I think Tampa takes a step back. Their win total looks like
1: 11 and a half uh, across the board uh, for Tampa uh, minus 134 and then under uh, at points bet. So uh, if you're with us, I don't hate making that bet here. Saints trying to find their team total eight and a half. Uh, now that one seems low, Chop. I mean, you're telling me they can't win nine games?
3: Like they bring a defense every year. They bring a good defense every single year. It's always been the – court, and you remember last year – remember when we were doing this show last year uh, after one of the holiday weekends and I told you I needed – I just needed the Miami defense not to score like 25 points against New Orleans that night. And they started some – Ian Book. New Orleans started Ian Book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their quarterback (laughs) play last year was so bad. It just – but they always bring good defense and and they – and they've got wide receivers and they've obviously got Kamara. and their offensive line is fine. It's There's a lot worse in the league than the, what New Orleans is going to put out their offensive line. Like, I, I think they're a good team, man. Yeah, that
1: one seems a little bit low. So uh, that's one I like as well, along with them uh, to win uh, this division. So Saints, uh, a team we all seem to like. All right, let's go to the NFC South, another, or the NFC West, I should say, another division uh, that looks to be loaded up. I mean, we got three teams uh, that could all win this division, the Rams uh, defending Super Bowl champs, the 49ers. Uh, I know there's a lot of Trey Lance talk, so we could certainly get into that. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, re-signed back with the team. The Cardinals, uh, kind of the dark horse here. and get them as high as plus 400 uh, at DraftKings and win this division. And Seattle, uh, I mean, if you guys uh, are optimistic on Seattle, I'd love to hear that, that case here. But, uh, Chop, we'll stay with you. Uh, any hot takes here? Uh, in this division. I think any of those top three uh, could win this division. So uh, maybe it makes sense. Put it, put a few shuckles on Arizona to win this thing.
3: Yeah. Arizona. I mean, the only team I don't like in there is obviously Seattle. I think they're in for a rough, a rough season without Russell. Uh, but yeah, I think Arizona is going to be fine. I think they're going to be, especially by the time they get Hopkins back, they're going to have a really good wide receiving core, like really good. So I think they can do some things. The 49ers, uh, I like them. They make runs. I think they're being overvalued just a little bit much right now, but uh, that's fine. I guess if I was, I don't even. This is probably isn't a hot take, but it might be considering what everybody says about Buffalo. I think the Rams. I'd give like Derek gave his pick already. I say the Rams are going to go back to back on Super Bowl. I think they got better now. Mentally, are they still hungry for the Super Bowl? That's the big question, right? But as far as talent-wise, I think they might have got better in The offseason than they were from that Super Bowl, like adding Allen Robinson here. Get ready, Allen Robinson, he's going to be a stud in this offense. So, uh, I definitely like the Rams. I don't know, uh, through 17 games if they win this division or not, but when they get to the playoffs, they're going to be very difficult to beat.
1: Their team total sitting about 10 and a half uh, at most books uh, on the Rams, Cardinals down at eight and a half. Uh, I don't mind the over on that one. And the Niners, you got anything from nine and a half uh, with heavy juice in the over uh, all the way to ten and a half. So a, a big spread there. Uh, Seattle sitting at five and a half, I want to say. I don't mind an under on Seattle either. That that team is bad. I oh. mean, Geno Smith, Drew Locke, I, I don't know how many games you, you think you're going to win. They're going to try to run the ball. The teams are just going to stack the box and make one of these horrendous quarterbacks try to beat you. So under for me in Seattle, I like that over on Arizona and a sprinkle on the division. Derek, thoughts here? You as optimistic as chop on the Rams, uh, the Niners, Cardinals? Can they make a move here? Uh, in any interest in Seattle?
2: I'm certainly as pessimistic on the on the Seahawks as you are, beard. Uh, they're my favorite bet under for the win total, uh, five and a half. You mentioned Geno Smith. Uh, I, I like the running backs a little bit in Penny and Walker, but outside of that, uh, I think this team's going to be really bad. I think Pete Carroll's on his way out. So, yeah, I think this team's kind of in rebuild mode, and I think they mail it in this year. Uh, plus, money on the Rams is pretty good to win the division. Uh, I don't mind that one bit. I'm so happy for Allen Robinson. I don't know how many years we've been doing this show, but every single year we talk about how bad uh, luck Allen Robinson has had with his quarterbacks. Now he gets to play with Stafford. I think he's going to have a big year, and it's really nice to see him get paid in the offseason, you know, coming off of his worst year of his career, um, and, you know, the Rams still saw the talent. So I like that. Um if the Cardinals, if we knew Kyler Murray was going to be calling the plays, I would like them a lot more. Um, I mean, if he just could call his own plays, I, I would like him a lot this year.
1: Yeah, that was pretty interesting uh, for sure. So I want to get you guys' thoughts on Trey Lance. I know we're focused on totals, things like that. But, uh, you know, I hear these Trey Lance for MVP bets being thrown out and all this stuff. So I'm intrigued with him uh, in fantasy land. We know this guy is very inexperienced. We've seen the struggles last season when he got an opportunity this preseason all throughout the offseason we're not bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back now suddenly he's back derek uh, quick thoughts here on Trey Lance in general in fantasy anything uh, you want to throw out there here on uh, one of the most polarizing players uh, in the league this season
2: my take on the Jimmy Garoppolo restructure is that nobody gave him you know a good enough offer so uh, i think they're just holding on to him and going to try to trade him midseason if uh, somebody, you know, one of the bigger teams has a quarterback go down, something like that, I, I, just think you know Lance is the future at least for this year unless he gets hurt. So uh, Kyle Shanahan's always going to have a good rushing offense. He has so many weapons. I'm still buying the Lance hype, but uh, maybe not as much um, as I was a few weeks ago. It sounds like they're going to, you know, keep him in bubble wrap at the early part of the season.
1: He's got an early, a, a nice early season schedule. I think they, they start in Chicago and then I think it's Seattle in week two. So he should get off to a, a decent start here. But uh, Chop, you always got some good hot takes. Uh, any thoughts here on this Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo situation?
3: No, I'm not, not hot take. I think Derek's on it. They just didn't get the offers that they wanted. Uh, but this is Trey Lance's team. I don't know if that's good or bad because I haven't seen enough of him. I think from fantasy, from a fantasy standpoint, he's going to be a gold mine most of the time because of the running. From a real life perspective, haven't seen him pass enough to know what he's really going to be about if it's really going to help the team or not. So, I have questions about that, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, I, I kind of agree with what Derek said.
1: Yeah, I'm with you guys. I, I like him for fantasy. Yet to be seen, you know what, what's he going to look like uh, real life wise? Does it translate uh, to wins? Uh, that's a team I'm just avoiding. Uh, in some of these markets, just too many questions. One thing on the Rams, second toughest schedule uh, behind Kansas City uh, this season. Again, according to Sharp Football, a lot of great information over there. So a uh, tough road here for this division. You know, just, the lot of division games uh, are not easy. So let's go to the NFC North. Uh, my team here, Green Bay, Minnesota, a, a team I think is severely underrated right now. I actually like making bets on Minnesota. Uh, to win this division and the over on on their win total. So uh, very optimistic on this team. you have everyone's favorite Detroit Lions hearing so much Lions talk, obviously driven by a lot of the hard knocks, Dan Campbell. Uh, but I heard at one time guys this was the most bet future uh, in in all of the futures markets. The NFL is the over uh, six and a half on Detroit Lions So thoughts on that. Uh, and then the Bears uh, this is a, this is an under I'm hammering. The Bears could be the worst team in football. The defense sucks. Fields will be intriguing for fantasy. He has nobody around him. I think Montgomery's overrated under all day on the Bears. So, Derek, we'll stay with you here. Do you agree on the Vikings? Does Green Bay just run away with this thing? Are you with everybody on the Lions? And are you with me on the Bears uh, being terrible this season?
2: Yeah, I've learned the hard way of uh, you know not betting the team on hard knocks. Uh, it's so hard not to just watch it and uh, get pump for him, especially with Dan Campbell. I mean, players coach, doing the up-downs with the team, getting everybody fired up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not buying buying the Lions this year. I think they'll be fun. Um, you know, I like them on Ross St. Brown and uh, a lot of the pieces that they have. But he's still got Jared Goff, so that's enough for me to – to, to quiet down uh, on the lions i'm with you on the bears i think they're one of the worst teams in the league their position players are just awful yeah um, you know fields look good in the preseason but it was against a bunch of backups so i'm not uh putting too much stock into that and yeah love the vikings love everything about the vikings really um they brought in kevin o'connell right from the rams yep i think that's going to be very good for the offense they've been a run heavy team for for a long time i think they're going to use a lot more play action um one of my favorite bets is uh Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, I think that, that that award pretty much goes to the best non-quarterback these days, and uh, I think he could have a huge year. So I like Jefferson quite a bit. I like the Vikings quite a bit, and the Packers are always going to be good. There's just not a lot of value in that minus you know, minus 155.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think Green Bay will be fine. Uh, I think it will be a different team uh, fueled by their defense. Should be very good. I think you're going to see a lot of A.J. Dillon uh, and Aaron Jones. So I, I'm not expecting huge numbers here. Uh, From Aaron Rodgers in this passing game, we know all the question marks. uh, Alan Lazard, yada, yada. We don't need to get into all that. But Chop, Minnesota, do do you agree with us? They seem undervalued here. uh, To make the playoffs, you still get them minus 105. So, basically, a coin toss, their win total, uh, you can get at nine, uh, nine and a half in some spots. So, that's the team that I'm really focused on here. I like the overs for Minnesota. What do you say?
3: I'd say, uh, yeah, I think uh, they're, they're going to be much improved this year with the coaching change. That's the big deal. And uh, maybe they can un- unleash Kirk Cousins now. I, I actually think Kirk Cousins is a pretty adequate NFL quarterback who just has been in some rough spots. And, and uh, you know, I was making a joke the other day with somebody about uh, they just released Kellen Mond, A&M quarter, former A&M quarterback, and because this one guy he told me uh, kellen mon's he's gonna be the next dak prescott and i was now we're fast forward a few years a couple years and and the minnesota just cut him and he was like he made a good point so well, what do you expect he was uh got coached by uh uh jimbo fisher in college and now you know oh uh, what's his name that just got fired from minnesota here zimmer. for, uh, yeah zimmerman like zimmerman zimmer whatever it is zimmer, yeah. yeah like That's just like it goes back to the Baker Mayfield thing. You just get bad coaching sometimes. And I think that's what Minnesota's been dealing with for a couple years now. So now they get to change this regime. I think it's going to benefit all these skilled players for Minnesota. Cousins, the wide receivers, Thielen's being really slept on, I think, in the fantasy world already. Uh, I like this team. I I agree with you guys. I actually probably have a little more love for the Lions. I think they're going to – like, uh oh not, Ch- not like Chops loving the hard knocks like no, no definitely not hard knocks. It's just be but the way I saw him play last year. I mean, they were in a lot of games at field goals, last last play field goals, cost them games, you know, multiple times. Like they they played hard. They were in these things. Uh I thought Jerry Goff looked better last year than I thought he would look without McVay as his as his head coach. He looked better. He didn't look bad at all. Uh, they they really started to get you know blowing out of games when they lost swift they didn't have that running game and and they started to like lose all their wide receivers down the stretch so they've got a pretty good wide receiving room right now i think i don't even know if their number one draft pick plays anytime soon but i don't i think it's still improved and uh i think the defense like aiden hutchinson's very interesting on defense what if he's I'm not just saying this because he's white, but what if he's the next Bosa brother, you know, like these guys, get off, these guys get after it off the edge, man. These, these tall athletic guys like that. So defense could be good. Offense could be fine. And uh, th- I think this team could be okay. Now we didn't talk about the Packers. I'm interested to see what the Packers do with their wide receivers this year. So that's going to be the thing, but I actually think they go to more two running back looks and yep. I think they pounded and, They do a lot of good there. So I I still think they're the team to beat here. Uh, It's just a matter of can they get over the hump in the playoffs?
1: Yeah, quick take. I think Alan Lazard will be the number one, which is not a a hot take. I do think – I don't know that he's going to be anything close, and I know he's not going to be anything close uh, to Devontae Adams. But when you're talking to Aaron Rodgers, does he like you? Does he like throwing you the ball? Does he trust you? Okay, you're in a good spot. He trusts Alan Lazard. I think there's a lot of hype on Romeo dubs coming out of Nevada, who is pro ready. I think he's going to be better than Christian Watson, who they drafted uh, much higher, but Rogers trusts Randall Cobb. So he's going to see the field. You know what, what does Sammy Watkins give you probably a big week one, like we've seen in the past. And then, and then he disappears, but chop. I agree. It's gonna be a lot of Aaron Jones, a lot of AJ Dillon trust this defense it's going to be a different team. So the lions I don't disagree with you, it's just not a bet I want to make. The number feels about right, you know, six and a half. They won seven eight games. I don't think we're surprised if they won, you know, five or six. I, I don't think it shocks us. So, I'd much rather go over on Minnesota, under on the Bears. Chop, you didn't give a Bears take. Are you with us terrible. on the Under? Who's worse? Let, let's go through the, the bottom feeders here. We got Houston. Chicago Seattle Seattle I, I won't even put your Jags in there Derek they got mm-hmm. them at six and a half wins so those three which is the worst which is the easiest bet of the three chop
3: yeah Chicago's Chicago's probably the worst team in football this year uh, all around like what are, they got a nice they got a nice quarterback I think I think field has potential and what are you what is he throwing to? What are you giving him to throw to? Nothing. And then, and then, what are you giving him to protect him just a little bit on the offensive line? Nothing. Nothing. I, it's just, it's just really bad. So yeah, and I, I'd also, if things don't work out well with their defensive line, I would throw Washington in that mix too. I think Washington yeah. has the potential to be because Carson Wentz is. Whoop, He's back.
1: (laughs) We're about to talk about them. But, you know, if you're a big Kellen Mond guy uh, like Chop is, we had some news today. Did land with Cleveland. So uh, interesting there. And then one quick note here. uh, Jalen Reger traded from Philadelphia to Minnesota. So KG Osborne, a guy like deep in drafts, a guy that showed some things last season. But uh, maybe Reger gets it going here. High draft pick uh, just never clicked. Uh, what Uh, What did they get in
3: return for him?
1: Uh, a couple picks like a fourth yeah. and a seventh, Seven. I believe. Wow. So not, not a bad return. It so Minnesota clearly uh, sees something here and, and maybe it's, you know, Adam Thielen insurance the, the guy's not getting any, he's, he's our age running around out there still. So I uh, don't hate uh, the reclamation project there on Jalen Rager. All right, chop. Let's talk your division here. The NFC East Cowboys are the favorite here, but we got to talk about, the injuries on the offensive line, your concern there. Jerry Jones' stubbornness uh, to make Ezekiel Elliott the focus of this offense. I mean, you spent all that money on him. I understand that. Is Zeke Wash Chop, are you optimistic on this is your team? I want to give you the floor here. There's a lot of, lot of people loving what they're seeing with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. So uh, open this up. Philly. Dallas. Do the Giants potentially make a run here? And you're clearly not a fan of Carson Carson Wentz and Washington. So uh let's start with your Cowboys here. What are we
3: thinking? Uh I would say that no, uh the Cowboys are, I mean, I get I get with the perception, but there's a piece of me that thinks that this is like a a totally, I don't want to say a, a year you punt that they're gonna punt, but they're okay not doing all that well this year. I think they're setting up a lot of stuff for next year, salary cap wise and all that. I think they're going to, this is it. We know Mike, this is Mike McCarthy's last Stop year. He, he'd, have, he'd have to win a Super Bowl to come back and that's not going to happen. Yeah, I think they're setting up next year. Let's bring in Sean Payton, plenty of salary cap. That's why we're making the moves this year that look really fishy and we're not replacing those guys. Like you let Randy Gregory go, at the last minute, you didn't replace him. You you know you didn't replace Lyle Collins, or or you're willing to let him go, even though you really didn't have to. Same thing with Amari Cooper and stuff. Like I think they're setting up for next year. So because of that, I think they're more than willing to just you know they'll try. Obviously they're going to try, and if things break right for them, then good. But I think they're okay. Not doing particularly well this year. That's that's why I look at the the line here on this division this should be the Tampa Bay line where Philly is minus 275 to win this division. And Dallas is plus like 300 or something like Philly is the best team in this division. I don't, It's to me, it's not even particularly close. They've gone into this offseason making every move to get better this year and to win this year. Dallas has not. Dallas has done the opposite. They've made moves this year for the future to open up cap space for next year. So, and what if the whole Elliot thing is, yeah, let's ride. You know, we're gonna get, we're gonna pay Elliot thirty million this year, and we can't get out of it, even if we cut him. That's the whole thing. You can't cut him and get out of that. So you might as well keep him. What if it's let's just ride Elliot and save Tony Pollard for next year, so he doesn't get hurt. Who knows? I don't know what's mine but the Eagles are the best team, so Eagles should win this thing. Going away when I, when I looked at it a couple of weeks ago, uh, I said I, I counted probably. 12 games they could realistically win the Eagles. So I, I would, ha- I'm hammering those overs and they've only made moves since then to, to be better. They, they just re- acquired a really versatile secondary piece yesterday from new Orleans. Cause new Orleans wasn't willing to pay them. So Eagles are good. Cowboys are, I think are the second best, but they're willing to punt this year and see, and see where the chips fall and then regroup next year with a big year. Washington is terrible. I think Carson Wentz is a, just an awful quarterback giants are going to get better but i just don't think it's their year to compete here
1: yeah the giants kind of feel like the lions like i i think they'll take steps but i i don't think you're going to see a drastic uh, improvement obviously uh daniel jones uh, we'll see if he's the guy or not saquon barkley can he stay healthy but uh, all kinds of injuries in, in that receiver core so are you hammering the under on the cowboys chop uh, as far as the win total philly nine and a half i agree i, I like the over there uh, that's pretty much across the board. Dallas, you get anywhere from nine and a half to, to ten and a half, uh, all different uh, numbers across the board. So I know it's your team. So you generally don't want to bet an under on, on your own team, but we're here to make money, man. So you hammering that under on, on, I haven't heard that chop, that, that, and it makes sense. I mean, I had to Sean Payton in my head that, that that's going to be the move. If I could bet that right now, I certainly would. Mike McCarthy, we know is, is not a great NFL head coach, but, uh, are you hitting that under on your team then?
3: Uh, when I when I sat down there and looked at their schedule, I counted right around. Like, I think the number's perfect. Nine to ten wins. I think they can get only because I've personally got them winning four games in the division, two against Washington and probably two against the Giants. I just don't think those teams are going to be all that competitive this year. And they've got some other games they can definitely win. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that number is right there, man. I can't – I don't really have a lean on that. I just – I think to look at the division and say that uh, Dallas is going to beat Philly. Like Philly's built to, for this regular season. Don't get me wrong. When Philly gets to the playoffs, they will get exposed because of their quarterback. But for the regular season, it doesn't work like that. Regular season, they're going to roll through some teams. So I like I like uh, the division bet for Philly. I don't, and I like the over there. But the Cowboy wins to I think is right in line. You know, I, I still think they because the schedule is pretty easy. They think it's still getting. I mean, it's not like they're just totally like oh, we're going to lose. You know, there's they've got Dak Prescott back there, and he's got some weapons. And I know Tyron Smith is out now, and that hurts. But you kind of expect Tyron Smith to miss a bunch of games these days. Like that's just it was just a part of the deal. So they're still going to be okay. And the the big X factor here is can their can their defense be better than last year? Because if their defense actually moves up. In the rankings, if they're a better defense, then they can win. They can win ten games, but there are a lot of ifs. My question on the
1: defense, and it's more of a statement, not a. Qu- they were fueled by turnovers. I mean, they, they caused a lot of turnovers that that really got them to where they were. I'm not I'm not questioning the talent there, but it's hard to replicate that year over year. So, uh, one other thing, this division very easy schedules. Chop, you mentioned it. Back, the Giants have the easiest schedule. Philadelphia second, uh, all of these teams in the top 10 as far as easiest schedule goes. So if you are thinking it over on any of these teams, uh, that certainly helps the cause. Derek, your thoughts here, Cowboys versus Eagles. Can the Giants jump up there? as uh, Washington belong in that list of some of the trash we talked about earlier?
2: Yeah, you guys covered uh, everything with the Cowboys and Eagles perfectly. Um, I made one. Division bet, and it was on the Eagles. Uh, that's the only one I have locked in right now. Uh, and then I was going to bring up the turnover thing with the Cowboys. Yeah, they forced 34 last year, uh, the most in the NFL. Got to think that regresses a little bit. So, well, with both of you guys on uh, both those teams, uh, the only the other thing I wanted to add was the Giants, you know, brought in Brian Dable. I think they're going to be interesting. Uh, if you want a comeback player of the year, I like Saquon Barkley. If he stays healthy, uh, I think he'll get a lot of votes in that. Uh, maybe even Daniel Jones, too. I mean, uh, he's one of those guys that uh, good streamer for DFS because we know the ceilings there. The floor is obviously really low. Uh, but I think this will be a fun team uh, to watch this year, assuming, you know, who knows what what happens with these receivers. You know, Galladay and Tony, uh, maybe Wendell Robinson's the guy um, there in New York. But interesting division. But uh, I, I really like the Eagles.
1: Yeah, as far as those Giants, are, I love Tony and Wandale. I mean, if they are healthy, it will be fun to watch. I think Holiday's washed, so, that, you know, Shepard coming back, we'll see. But uh, interesting uh, there, no doubt, uh, with all coming in, like you mentioned. that That's a team that'll be fun to see. Do they take the step? Uh, do they not and, and have to move on from Daniel Jones? But love Barkley as well, so uh, a lot of positives here with the Giants. All right, we're coming up on an hour. Don't want to go too long here, guys. Do you have anything else you want to throw out there? uh prop wise super bowl wise player props uh derek anything else that you want to add here uh, before we sign off uh here for this week
2: no i think i covered uh pretty much uh, all my bets for the year
1: up uh, anything else uh, you're thinking about uh, in this market uh, player props uh super bowl anything else
3: no i'm not a big futures futures guy you know that's uh my opinion was what i gave i'll say this much uh Uh, If you want, like, comeback player of the years or something like that, I'm looking at my underdog numbers right now, and I've done a whole bunch of drafts here over the summer before I started to get burnt out, man. It gets gets a little old after a while. 78% of my teams, I have Chase Claypool drafted. I didn't even know it was that high, but I got a lot of Chase Claypool. I think he's in for a big year this year. There you go. Bet you some Chase Claypool future. 78% shot.
1: That's, that's, that's a lot of Chase Claypool. So, well, thank you everybody for listening. We are glad to be back again. We'll be joining you every single week, breaking down uh, all the NFL games uh, from a betting aspect. Uh, we'll add some DFS thoughts in as well. So excited uh, for another season with these guys breaking up football every week here on Roto grinders. Again, check out scoresandodds.com. Thank you so much for listening. For Noto, for Chop, I am Beer. We are the DFS OGs. Talu, we'll talk to you next week.